What's up, what's up, what's up, Snap Survivors? I am Tasha Pierce. This is After the Snap, a virtual refugee camp for everyone affected by Thanos Snap. So yeah, welcome back. I'm back. And remember, when I put up this last episode, I was not supposed to be recording again. The episode that you heard with From A to Geeks was supposed to be my episode. I was supposed to be taking the rest of the time off and we'll be going back to our two episode rotation next week, Tuesday. But Endgame would not allow that now, would it? Avengers Endgame would not allow that. Um, unfortunately, I broke my streak of having trailer breakdowns done on the day the trailer dropped because yesterday it was just was going to be impossible for me to do it. So here I am today looking to talk a little in game with you. And boy, tell me, was April 2nd as great for you as it was for me? So let me tell you, I told you how uh, I have this affinity for uh, John Campia who has shows that he does on YouTube. And by the way, I'm sorry. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the party. If you're new, welcome, welcome, welcome. Stick around, hang out with us, uh, listen to this Avengers in-game talk. Make sure that you uh, give feedback, rate, review, do all that wonderful stuff. But for now, let's jump right back into our conversation which is, I was telling you about John Campia. So I, I, I'm an avid listener. I listen to him regularly. And he, with no insider information, had just been speculating that the Avengers Endgame trailer, the next one would drop on April 2nd, along with the tickets. He said this maybe, yeah, possibly a week or two ago. I, I'm, I'll give it even like maybe 10 days ago. He was saying, I think it'll be April 2nd. And then uh, he doubled down on it. And then all of last week, he was continuing to say, you know, I don't have any inside insider knowledge, but I think it'll be Tuesday. And when John Campia speaks, I kind of listen. So Tuesday morning, knowing that the tickets would be on sale either 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning, I was up. I was already logged into the AMC website. The tickets were saying the Avenger uh, Endgame template was up. Tickets were not on sale yet. Just had the showtimes listed. And it was saying available soon. So Tuesday morning, I wake up at 6.30. I hit the refresh button because I kept that thing up all night. Hit the refresh button. Still says available soon. I kind of dozed back off, woke back up about 10 minutes later. I hit the refresh button again. So now that's putting us at about 6.40. Nope. Fall, kind of fall back to sleep. Wake back up at about 6.50, hit the refresh button, and wouldn't you know it, those freaking tickets were on sale. So I chose my time, which is the first uh, 3D showing that they have at the theater that I normally go to. And there were all the seats were available. 
$6.51. All the seats were available. So I get to choose the seats that are necessary for me and my son and the uh, the others in the party that, that uh, will be sitting with us during the movie. I, I picked our seats and went ahead and paid for it. The only three seats in the whole theater that were chosen. Got through with my whole transaction by 6.53. Okay, so at 6.54, I said, you know what? I want to see it again. So I'm going to go ahead and pick another showtime. And by 6.54, it was impossible for me to log back in to AMC. I don't think you hear me. In one minute from me purchasing my tickets to me going back and saying I'm going to try to purchase for another day. Shit got shut down. Couldn't even get back on the website, okay? So, I kept trying because I really, I didn't know that it was like this website is broke. I thought, okay, it might be just a lot of traffic at this moment. So, let me give it a couple of seconds and then try it again. Okay, so no. I said, okay, I'll sign into Fandango. Fandango sign in. It wasn't even, uh, I'll say 7.20 a.m. It wasn't even 7.20 a.m. when I log into Fandango and I sign into my account and it says you are in line. And it was like 46 minutes. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, fortunately for me, I've already got my tickets. But now I'm going to sit in this line and see how long, you know, really it's going to take for me to be able to buy tickets for another showing. So now I'm 46 minutes in this line and I'm just waiting. And in the meantime, I'm watching the trailer that dropped along with the tickets going on sale. And I thought, you know, okay, this one might be showing us a little bit more than what the others, of course, because we got our glimpse of a you know who <laughs> but okay so in the meantime I'm still trying to see what's going on over here on Fandango and then finally I'm talking as it got closer to the 45 minute 46 minutes that they said I would have to wait I looked back and the time had increased freaking Fandango let somebody cut in front of me in a virtual line because there's no way <laughs> that the time is supposed to increase. The time is only supposed to decrease, right? Okay. I wasn't tripping. Like I said, already got my tickets. I'm really just doing this for the sport of it at this point. For the sport of it, I sat in that line for probably an hour and 28 minutes. And if you notice, I said an hour and 28, which means I was keeping very close tabs on how long I sat in that line. So hour 28 minutes, finally, it's like, okay, it's your turn. You've got 20 minutes to make a purchase. If you don't make a purchase, you're getting booted out of line. I don't need 20 minutes, boo, because I know what I want. I just need to go to AMC because, you know, I'm an AMC A-list member. So I try to, my first choice is always going to be AMC. I just need to go to AMC, grab my tickets. I attempt to do that. I'm in AMC. They let me pick a showtime. I pick a showtime. They let me pick seats. I pick seats. When it comes time to pay, it was like, you know, we cannot process this. You need to pick another showtime, another date. 
kept doing this over and over. And then I realized there's just, there's no date available. They're not going to allow me to buy any tickets. So what the heck? Why do I keep, you know, worrying myself with Fandango when all I have to do is go over to Adam Tickets? Go over to Adam Tickets, thinking that things would be different there. Nope. As soon as you try to purchase your tickets, you get booted out. The, the systems were all just broken, and it were all basically affiliated with AMC. Because when I decided, you know what? Okay, I can pay to go see it the second time. And I went to Regal, and I picked Regal. And inside of Adam Tickets, I picked Regal Theater and was able to immediately go get in and purchase tickets. Now, I don't know if that was a, a one-off, an anomaly. You, I'm sure you guys can let me know what your experiences were purchasing these tickets. But it was like, are you freaking kidding me? In the meantime, as I'm waiting, because like I said, already got my tickets. I successfully was the first person that I could see that purchased tickets in the time and the theater that I was going to. So I was all good. I get on Twitter the horror stories <laughs> it was just incredible the things that people were going through how many times they were getting uh, rejected by all of these different theaters and i'm just like are you freaking kidding me the shit's broken people would say you know um well look just calm your ass down and just wait till later and buy your ticket like I said, I love I love to watch and listen to John Campia, and he is at CinemaCon this week. So he was in a hotel room in Vegas trying to purchase his tickets. He as well. He is an A-list member. He experienced the exact same thing that hundreds of thousands of others did. And you get all the way to a certain point, and it tells you you cannot process your order sit in the line fandango he waited over an hour in the virtual line on fandango and the exact same thing happened to him he gets to a certain point and it's like can't sorry we can't process your order he was in fandango's line for over an hour and the time actually increased on him as well so i didn't feel so bad anymore but i'm like what the fuck and the points that he was making during his show is that Come on, y'all. Y'all had a whole year, which makes 100% just, it makes common sense. This same type of activity was going on around Infinity War and uh, The Last Jedi. And, you know, so we can keep going. All the, the Star Wars movies that broke AMC's system. The Infinity War movie that broke AMC's system. Now, here we are uh, approximately a year later, and the exact same type of thing is happening. The system is broke. So, come on, AMC. Get your shit together, because honestly, ever since I associate movies with AMC. So, when I go to a movie, the first theater I'm thinking of is AMC, which is why I joined the AMC A-list, because it just makes sense. If I'm going to the movies... I'm seeking out an AMC. There are others around, other movie theaters around, but I choose AMC. But come on, 
how can I how can I justify choosing if you're not putting us in our time first okay the online ticket uh, purchases are a convenience yes if the tickets are gonna go on sale at 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning and people are concerned about being able to see the movie at the time that is convenient for them it only it only makes sense for you all to invest the time the energy the uh, research that is necessary to keep your system at least uh, functioning at 70% this thing crashed almost immediately from from me at 653 purchasing tickets to going back online at 654 that thing crashed that's not a good look AMC you know you you hurt a lot of your uh, patrons and I'm I'm not just speaking for myself because like I said I was able to uh, get in quickly before the the time and I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure if that's something that goes along with being an A-list member. That when these tickets go on sale like this, maybe we have a ten-minute head start. I don't know. Definitely, I jumped in there and got in there and uh, was able to get my tickets. But for those people who were not, and through absolutely, really no faults of their own, yeah, I think I think you owe a lot of your customers. A lot of Marvel fans, a sincere apology, and I've seen your, you know, apologies where you, oh, 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 Thanos must have snapped. No, it's not a joke. It matter. Some people couldn't sit in a virtual line for an hour. They had to go to work. You're talking about six o'clock in the morning that I, six fifty-three, that I was able to purchase tickets. What about the person that has to be at work at eight o'clock? That's crazy. We can't joke about certain things, you know. I know this is only a movie, and it's only comic book movies. But damn, these people have invested a lot of their their lives—ten years of investment into this shit—and and it took literally, I would say, at least twelve to fifteen hours. We sat on. If you watch John Campia, he was live for five hours on YouTube. And he was unable to get into. I mean, you could his his frustration was documented with for as many people as uh, who listened to John Campia, especially with what type of day it was yesterday. The whole uh, fandom, I won't say the entire fandom, but if you are a John Campia casual listener, and on a big day like yesterday where these in-game tickets and a trailer dropped you want to hear what he has to say and then to basically have him doing unintentionally because he was just documenting what he's going through a bunch of bad press for amc that's not a good look not a good look at all so rants over about AMC because I'm sure a lot of people were able to finally get their tickets especially since Fandango was announcing that Avengers Endgame is their highest advanced ticket sales pre-sales for tickets ever Adam tickets are saying the exact same thing in fact the for their first hour record 
for ticket sales was broken and that's amazing even and that's even with the difficulties uh, that AMC was experiencing with their website imagine how different that first hour numbers would have looked if AMC was functioning correctly and I'm that's the last time I'm, I'm not throwing shade at AMC like I said uh, that's my preference for, for theater but it just imagine what that first hour of pre-sale tickets would have looked like if that if if AMC's numbers would have been available for the first hour as well crazy numbers so if you remember correctly the last episode what we think we think I stuck my neck out there and I said I think I think this this movie is going to go a billion dollars in four days well three actually it's going to be uh, the first opening weekend mind you the Thursday night pre-screenings of Avengers Endgame or any movie, any movie at all, those Thursday nights are added to the first weekend totals. So don't play me, guys, when it comes time to if we make this billion dollars and the difference is what happened on Thursday night to what happened Friday morning. Thursday night historically goes with the opening weekend number. So... I think, I think I might have been on to something. I think I might have been on to something. All right. What did everybody think of the trailer? Hmm. We got some new footage, that's for sure. And I'm not 100% sure. I've got a breakdown written down. But I'm not 100% sure that that's the angle that I want to go at with this. Because like I said, CinemaCon is also going on this week. And no. I'm not one of the people who is lucky enough to be invited to these type of events yet. And I did say yet. I would like to be thought of when CinemaCon and Comic-Con and all of those, when, when all of those big events go on, I would like to be thought of. So that is one of my goals with the show. But um, until that is the case, I travel vicariously through John Campia and uh, Screen Rant. And speaking of Screen Rant, they were able to view some additional footage at CinemaCon for Avengers Endgame. And ironically, it is the same footage that was kind of leaked. And this footage was leaked probably about a month ago. Three weeks to a month ago. It started making the rounds that this this footage was sent was I'm sorry was uh, viewed by shareholders. Now I don't know how this goes from being viewed by shareholders to being uh, passed around like Halloween candy, but it was, and I stayed away from it because I was like you know that might be too much spoilers. But as it stands, this is what Disney decided to show at their for their presentation at the CinemaCon. Spoilers. <laughs> if you are not interested in knowing what the footage contained that was shown at CinemaCon, look in the show notes for the timestamp of when to return, how far to fast forward 
through this episode because I don't want to spoil anything for anybody who don't want nothing spoiled, right? Me, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to watch this movie no matter what. If I go to sleep and dream about this movie tomorrow and the prophet of Thanos tells me, you know, what you dreamed was the actual movie, I'm still taking my ass to the movies on April 25th at 6.30 p.m. And then I'm going back on Saturday, April 27th. That's just how things work for me. That's what kind of nerd I am. So all that being said, right now, right now is where I'm about to read what Screen Rant had to say about the CinemaCon footage details right now. So during Walt Disney Studios presentation at CinemaCon 2019, Chairman Alan Horn unveiled new footage from Avengers Endgame ahead of its theatrical debut later this month. Based on what was screened, it appears to be the same or very similar footage to what screened for Disney shareholders last month. The scene features the remaining Avengers at Avengers HQ, including the newly arrived Captain Marvel, and they're discussing how to defeat Thanos. The CinemaCon scene opens with Steve Rogers, also known as Captain America, Natasha Romanoff, also known as Black Widow, James Rhodey Rhodes, also known as War Machine, and Carol Danvers, also known as Captain Marvel. But Carol Danvers walks away and Steve asks where she's going. She says, to kill Thanos. <laughs> the others insist they have to work as a team. Steve says to Carol, we know up there is more your territory, but this is our fight too. The camera cuts to Nebula, who's leaning against the doorway and tells them not to bother. She knows where Thanos is. She goes into her past a bit and reveals Thanos' garden. Rhodey quips, that's cute. Thanos has a retirement home. Then the scene shows Rocket Raccoon manipulating a hologram to brief the team about what planet Thanos is on. And they note the Mad Titan is using the Infinity Stones again. Thor is there eating, but hasn't said anything. Bruce Banner, also known as Hulk, says they're going in shorthanded. So that part we actually saw in our trailer, right? Okay, back to the story. So Bruce Banner says they're going in shorthanded, but Carol counters that they have her now with her arrogant ass. Okay, I'm sorry, that wasn't part of the story either. But Carol counters that they have her now. There's more back and forth between Carol and the others. Rhodey says, hey, new girl, everyone in this room is all about that superhero life. Where the hell have you been all this time? Carol responds, there are a lot of planets in the universe and unfortunately, they don't have you guys. Thor gets up and faces off with Carol, finally saying, I like this one. And of course, that is footage that we've seen also in the trailers that we've gotten. Then, Steve says, let's go get this son of a bitch. Woo, listen to their harsh words coming from Steve Rogers. Let's go get this son of a bitch. In the final part of the CinemaCon footage, 
the Avengers sit in the Guardians of the Galaxy's Benatar ship, Rocket asks who hasn't been to space, and half of them raise their hands. Rocket says, you better not throw up on my ship. As they speed up, the camera cuts to a close-up on Steve's eyes. Then, the scene ends with the ship jumping through hyperspace at one of the jump points, like in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and Captain Marvel. Now, this is unloaded an awful lot more about what's going on in that conference room that we're seeing where Thor is eating uh, bread. And you have Rhodey saying, uh, what, because he killed all our friends? So, in that situation, matter of fact, we are seeing a group of people who are used to working together as a team. And then we're also seeing uh, Captain Marvel who's used to kind of be a solo and kind of being the toughest chick on the block. And she thinks that she can do what they couldn't. And that is what leads me to believe that Carol Danvers is not going to make it out the first act. <laughs> and I don't know. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But if she doesn't make it out of the first act because of her own cocky behavior, it will be her just desserts. But it will also put us back in the position where the only people who are going to save us is our core group of heroes, specifically the original Avengers and Nebula and Rocket. But that is the CinemaCon footage. And like I said... They're taking the fight to Thanos, and it seems like they're taking the, the fight to Thanos kind of early. Because if we remember correctly, we can go back in our mental Rolodex to the trailer that introduced Thor to Captain Marvel. And in that part where he says, I like this one, that is part of this CinemaCon footage. And in that part of the trailer, we can remember that Natasha Romanoff, the camera kind of panned past her. And in that footage, her hair was still in the short blonde bob, which means that all of that took place very, very shortly after the snap. That means if they're about to go and jump Thanos, where they think they are, they're jumping into Benatar to go fight. That's happening kind of early in the movie. That is probably first act. Just like Caruso said, that is probably first act. We're going to see a, a freaking battle in the first act. Now, from here, from the CinemaCon footage, I'm going to go to just not even a real comprehensive breakdown of that trailer. A real quick breakdown of the trailer for Avengers Endgame. And that's by trailer for Avengers Endgame, I mean that special look that came out just the same time that the tickets were dropping. So, that special look trailer had some points, some things that we might want to take a second look at. And as you remember, that trailer starts uh, by showing the grounds of Avengers HQ. Then we uh, pan around the outside and then we go in and inside we hear Bruce Banner stating that if they do whatever this is they'd be going shorthanded 
And Rhodey says, yeah, because he killed all our friends. So this sounds like Banner being apprehensive about an attack while Rhodey, the soldier, is down for fighting. Uh, Thor looks to be eating dinner rolls. Not sure why that's important. And we hear the voiceover of Natasha Romanoff. We owe it to everyone who is not in this room to try. And then we see her sitting kind of solitary in a courtyard, possibly at Avengers HQ. Next shot is Steve peering into a mirror. It looks like he's soul searching. And this may even be where he shaved his beard because in, in this mirror shot, he is clean shaven. Then you see the Marvel Studios logo, but it is not being dusted or coming together from dust. It is not being dusted. It is solid. Our next shot is the Quinjet flying into a well-lit city. And I'm, I'm thinking that's Tokyo that we're seeing. Uh, we get Nebula and Rocket sitting side by side looking defeated and Rocket takes her hand. In my honest opinion, this could very well be after this battle that we are going to at some point see our Avengers plus their little new friends. <laughs> we see them going to take the, 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 the party to Thanos and I think they're going to get their ass handed to them. But let me go on. Tony appearing to reunite with uh, Pepper is outside of Avengers headquarters. This almost looks like the shot in the first trailer where Rhodes, Cap, Black Widow, and Banner are looking up in the sky expect expectantly. So the background behind uh, the Tony and Pepper hug seems to be the same as the background that was behind all of them when they were standing out on that lawn and it appears that the lawn was at Avengers HQ as well. You get an aerial shot of Avengers headquarters and Tony in the Mark 85 armor which is more gold than red. He's flying over New York. It appears that this could be the scene except for with different armor this could be the scene where they are recreating the uh, the Battle of New York. Then we see Clint Barton looking like he's in the midst of a midlife crisis with his uh, mohawk and his samurai tattoo sleeve and he's giving the widow a nod. Uh, the stinger from the last trailer of Stormbreaker grazing past Carol Danvers and by the way Carol Danvers congrats on officially joining the billion dollar club by the way we get this this shot and it's kind of like it, it kind of looked dope everybody looks like they just stand and it looks real posed real staged the shot looks really really staged like it's just waiting for people to take take pictures but anyway uh in this shot there there is uh barton stark nebula rhodes rogers rocket Lang and Romanoff and they are possibly looking at someone they don't feel threatened by so uh, Captain Captain Marvel and Thor are not in the in the shot so possibly that is who everybody is looking at then we see the scene of Tony and Cap and a lot of people I think are mistaken in believing that this is where Tony and Cap 
first see each other again. And when Tony is saying, you trust me? And Cap says, I do. When you look at this, this is in New York, basically. First of all, there's uh, emergency vehicles in the background behind them. So you know that this is not where Tony lands and sees and first encounters uh, Cap. So when was this? Of course, it appears that we are seeing a Captain America from a different timeline and Tony is making sure that he has this version of Cap's trust because if I just drop me in out of a different timeline, looking like somebody who's in this timeline, you might not trust me. <laughs> you might not think I'm there as a friend. So he probably had to get Cap's ear, that Cap. Tell him what we need. We need to be, we need to have a, a moment with the space stone or with the mind stone or whichever stone they're going after at this point we need to have a moment with that can you make that happen and it's in its imperative it's instrumental that we get alone with this stone so that we can whatever we want to do with it and save the future and when i say save the future i mean half of all living life and throughout the entire universe is at stake do you believe me do you trust me i do that makes more sense right <laughs> so that's what it looks like is happening in that in that scene so then we see uh the benatar in space again we get the captain marvel rocket black widow cap Rhodey and thor are all in the benatar they're headed to, to get their ass kicked. This happens at some point after, or I'm sorry, this, at some point before the little snippet that happened that, uh, between Tony and Cap. But anyway, Tony is looking at a photo of him and Peter Parker making bunny ears behind one another's head. And But the voiceover is Thanos talking cash shit. He says, you could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. And let me tell you, as far as menacing lines go, man, Thanos got some, Thanos definitely has some monologues and I would like to just like put them all together and have an album of Thanos just doing nothing but talking shit. That's what I fall asleep to every night because I'm telling you, he talks shit like he is from the hood hood. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we see uh, shots of Nebula and Rhodey, a very fearful rocket, and a battle-weary cap. And finally, beaming down from the Sanctuary ship, the Mad Titan himself, Thanos. 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 <laughs> but yeah, so we finally see Thanos full armor and you heard me say beaming down from the sanctuary ship so what does that tell you that he's not using those stones he didn't fuck that gauntlet up to the point where he can't even use it now i know that the fact that thanos is showing up so much in this 
trailer tells you that I've got to be wrong that he did not die on Titan by himself. He might die at the hands of our heroes. Um, definitely not in that first battle though. The first battle I got a feeling Thanos is going to win. But anyway, getting past that, he beams down because he can't use the stone. So now, he's not coming by Frost because that's not the Bifrost. The Bifrost, Bifrost looks more uh, rainbow brightish. Yeah, rainbowish. Uh, this is like that blue light, and that's the same blue light that uh, took took uh, Doctor Strange up, and what is the uh, Ebony Maw? So definitely, he was beamed. The second thing we're noticing is that he's in full armor, which definitely means that he has to fight. He feel like. He feels like he has to fight. So if he had the gauntlet, he would not feel like he had to be in his armor and fight. Because he could just sling them around with using any one of the stones. It definitely appears that Thanos is without the gauntlet. He has his double-edged double uh, balanced blade, sword, whatever you want to call it and his full armor and he's using the sanctuary ship to get around he's not just space stoning in and out of places making portals and disappearing here and there basically Thanos is just now the mad titan he, he doesn't have the gauntlet we see the MCU Trinity Cap, Stark and Thor together for the first time since Age of Ultron, we see these three side by side walking towards a crouching Thanos. Now hold that pose. Hold that pose. Because I'm kind of glad that I was a little late getting the uh, getting this little trailer breakdown out because Marvel put out another little tiny TV spot called Thanos 1 and again we get the Titan talking cash fucking shit talking cash shit so we see at the beginning of the Thanos 1 TV spot same murky shots over New York Statue of Liberty, City Field Stadium um, then we see the Marvel Studios logo but this time it's being dusted and we hear a voiceover from the Titan himself and he's saying uh, the work is done I won what I'm about to do I'm going to enjoy very very much just talking shit in the background while he's saying his uh his voiceover this whole little thing goes by in about 30 seconds you see screens showing the fallen uh tony looking real anemic he looks sick like he's just near death the shot of the four looking into the sky so that's your cap roadie natasha banner all looking into the sky and i'm sure now i'm almost positive now that that's when we see tony and Nebula arrive on Earth. 
Then you see Hawkeye again running in the tunnel, what looks like a tunnel, running in the tunnel with the red lights shining on him. God damn it if you didn't look at that fire in the behind them, because that's what's being reported as well. That the 3D effects in the fire behind uh, Hawkeye were not removed. So these 3D effects are still there. So in that fire, it has been reported that you can see the Outriders chasing Hawkeye. And yeah, I guess I would be running like shit, like my ass was on fire if I had a ball of fire and those wild and crazy beasts, the Outriders, on my ass. So there's that. <laughs> we see Cap strapping his shield. New for this TV spot is a quick a very quick glimpse of War Machine and Rocket the Raccoon sliding off of something. They're trying to grip it. Rhodey, I'm sorry, War Machine is in full War Machine armor. So, and they are trying to grip whatever it is that they're falling off of. It's like maybe the side of something metallic, possibly a ship. I don't know, but I'm saying that it's there. This could very possibly be in the opening battle with Thanos. And then we get this same shot that I paused us on a couple moments ago of the Trinity walking towards the same crouching Thanos. And I'm wondering, of course, I have no way of knowing. Please don't think that I'm saying this is what I what I think. I just think I think this. Thanos is crouching. Is Thanos crouching because he is defeated. Are the three walking towards him to finish him off together? Man, I don't know. I don't know, but that ends those two uh, TV, the TV spot and the special look trailer. Both of those, that's, that ends my little breakdown. I don't want to give too much of what I think because a lot of what I think could very well end up being correct. And if I fuck this movie up for me, so be it, so been it, I don't want to fuck it up for you too, right? Okay, I'm trying to make sure that I don't have a whole lot more to go into about the crazy ticket day that we had. And we talked about Captain Marvel making it to the Billion Dollar Club very briefly. We talked about the trailers. Please don't forget that Shazam is opening this weekend. When I tell you that, okay, Endgame, Avengers Endgame is in the future. We've got a couple weeks before we will be able to get our butts in some seats and sit for three hours, two minutes, and find out how this saga ends. This, this weekend coming up, it's almost like we got this bird in the hand right now. And the bird that we have in the hand is Shazam. When I tell you it's worth it, I'm going back to see it. I've already purchased my uh, ticket or reserved my seat for uh, Shazam. When I tell you it's worth it, I mean it's worth it. You definitely don't want to forget that this movie is hitting theaters this weekend. Take your butts to see Shazam. You will not regret it. 
you will not regret it. Now, when I ask myself, you know, self, how do you see uh, Shazam doing? You know, Shazam is in an unfortunate position. The movie is great. It kind of reminds me of the position that Bumblebee was in along with Into the Spider-Verse. They were just in a bad position, basically, concerning the movies that surrounded when it came out. So, we had uh, Into the Spider-Verse came out. Then the very next weekend, we had Aquaman, Bumblebee, and Mary Poppins. I mean, really? How do you, how do you compete? It's so many movies. And that's where we are with Shazam. Because even though, uh, and I don't know what the general consensus is and how people are really feeling about Hellboy, Shazam has the spotlight for one week. And then Hellboy comes out. And then for one week, uh, Shazam still battling the, the residuals of the Captain Marvel thing. You got a new movie uh, opening Hellboy that just comes out right in the middle of every damn thing. Shazam is a great movie. That's why it's important to go see this movie. I don't want it to end up being the way Bumblebee was where it kind of got lost in the shuffle even though it is a superior movie. I don't know what Hellboy is like. I don't want to say that Shazam is superior to Hellboy but it is definitely and I'm sorry Marvel it is definitely the superior movie to Captain Marvel. So, and then we know Endgame is coming. It ain't nothing about to touch Endgame. Thanos is coming. <laughs> so, we really and truly need for Shazam to do what it's going to do over the next two weeks. For Because for at least one week, it's going to be drowned out by Avengers Endgame. It's already getting lost in just the uh, just the hoopla uh, surrounding the tickets going on sale and these trailer drops. So let's not forget, okay? Go see Shazam. Go see go see Shazam. It's, it is a great movie. It is great. And again, I can't take anything away from Captain Marvel on the Marvel side because shoot she she made it to the billion dollar club today so regardless to what my opinion is of this movie which was just it was meh but regardless to what my opinion is of the movie the movie is is a, a success Brie Larson has successfully transitioned Captain Marvel into the MCU Niter she's an Avenger now <laughs> Um, let's see, what else do I have? And keep trying. If you haven't, we were not able to snag your tickets for Avengers Endgame, keep trying. Because I was able to, and now I'm bragging again, but I was able to get on AMC and get some more tickets. And for, I think it was for that Friday, I was able to pick up tickets for that Friday, opening Friday. Yeah, if I'm able to get tickets for Friday, hell, you should might be able you might be able to still get some because again, the pre-sales already broke records. In fact, what I failed what I failed to mention is that the record for the most pre-sales of all time was broken in 6 hours. 
with a broken AMC. Now, again, I don't know how they tally things, how they figure things out, but I know that AMC was out of the picture for quite a few hours. So the record was broken in six hours. I'm just saying. I'm going to sit back down and finish drinking me a little water. Watch me a little Star Trek or something. Uh, by the way, uh, Twilight Zone on CBS All Access. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I will do just a change change of pace. Maybe I'll do a review for the first two episodes. Maybe that'll be my Tuesday episode for next week. How about that? Make it a short one. Talk about those two episodes of Twilight Zone and whether you should go ahead and just get your CBS All Access uh, membership now. What I would, what my recommendation would be. That is going to be our change of pace episode next week Tuesday. We will not be talking in game superheroes, Shazam. Nobody, nobody with a cape, nobody with an alter ego. We are going to be talking about Twilight Zone. Okay? All right. Oh, I do have one more thing. I'm sorry. Hey, China. I'm not talking about a person. I'm talking about a listener in China. I finally picked up a listener in China. China. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the party. Hopefully you liked what you hear and you will return and visit us again. I'm going to put all my social media stuff in the show notes description box whatever you want to call it i'm also going to tell you about patreon very quickly got tiers that start at uh one dollar a month on up to 20 bucks a month if you want to financially support the show feel free to do that over at patreon.com slash after the snap say hello to my friends from a to geeks i'll be over there with them in probably i think it's one more week we do a recording session and uh, we'll be sitting down and chopping it up all of the good stuff and uh, I'll tell you more about that as that date approaches now since I've got nothing else I will catch you on the flip